Hello and welcome to the Convenience Directions podcast. I'm John Lovesock, the Editor-in-Chief of Convenience Store Decisions Magazine and the Executive Director of the National Advisory Group. Thank you for joining us as we talk all things convenience retail. So please sit back and enjoy. Welcome to our podcast. I'm happy to have John Rodriguez. He is the Chief Operating Officer for First Coast Energy and First Coast operates the Daily's Convenience Store chain in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, welcome, John. How are you? I'm doing well, John. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. What's your store count these days? Uh, owned and operated, 83. You know, we've got a, a much larger footprint than that than we supply and lease out and things like that. Pushes it up uh, over about 170. Very nice. And that's between a, a number of different markets. I mean, we're based here in Jacksonville, Florida, as you know, but we've got stores in South Florida and we've got stores up in the uh, Western North Carolina area as well. A beautiful part of the country. Sure is, yeah. So uh, the reason I wanted to talk to you today was I saw the news that the company and your employees stepped up to donate care packages to those in need uh, during this uh, COVID-19 crisis. So uh, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about that. But uh, before we get into that, how, in general, how's business going uh, throughout these challenging times? Well, yeah, challenging times for sure. Um, overall, all things considered, they're going pretty well. I mean, I don't think we're, we're unique in realizing the, you know, that our fuel volumes are down. You know, some stores, a uh, pretty significant amount. Other stores, not that bad. But our proprietary food offering and, and our inside sales are kind of holding their own. They have not been impacted quite as much. Our car wash volume, interestingly, has not been impacted as much. Now, we've been fortunate in Northeast Florida to have had quite a bit of pollen, not a lot of rain up until yesterday anyway. Uh, so that I think that's helped. And for the most part, I think people just want to get out, keep their cars clean, and those types of things, because we're, like many other parts of the country, we're in a shelter-in-place, stay-at-home order, except for essential businesses. You know, we're trying to operate as we were operating before the crisis, but but for a few things. I mean, we haven't adjusted our operating hours or anything like that. Um, don't anticipate doing so, um, but, you know, we're just kind of taking it a day at a time and seeing if there's other, uh, you know, measures we'll need to take. That was one of the first things I heard, that a lot of chains were cutting down on overnight hours, so it's good that you don't have to. And on the fuel volume, have you guys been impacted is it uh, less driving or is it the cost of fuel? Oh, no, no. I was talking about the actual gallons sold. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's less driving. People, people are much, much fewer trips out there than, than before, which is kind of a shame given the price of fuel is reasonable as it is these days that there aren't more people out there that can enjoy it. Pretty much the only thing you can do these days is get in your car and go for a drive. That's right. <laughs> so uh, how, how about your employees? How are your employees uh, handling all of this? They've handled it pretty well. It's obviously, a tremendous amount of you know uncertainty, a little bit of anxiety, and, and some fear thrown in there, given the scope of of what we're dealing with. But I'm really proud of uh, of the way of the, that our employees have responded. You know, again, as you and I were were discussing a little bit earlier, you know, this is an unprecedented crisis. You know, something that we've never seen before, and hopefully, we'll never see again. I've just really been uh, I'm proud of the, the employees and and how they've stepped up and responded. They've been great. Have you had any staffing issues, uh, people calling out, or have there been people ready to step in and take their place? We've had a little bit of that. We've relaxed some of our six 
our sick uh, pay policies and things like that, our emergency leave policies, you know, type of no questions asked. So we've had a little bit of that, but we haven't had a rush of people calling out or anything uh, to that extent. So have you taken, like other chains, have you taken any steps in the store to keep uh, employees and customers safe? Yeah, we have. I mean, you mentioned it. You know, there's other stores out there um, doing probably similar things, but we've installed plexi shields at all of our stores' transaction areas. We've got uh, social distancing markers on the floors throughout our stores. We're now requiring our employees to wear masks at all times. In addition to those steps, we've also made disposable uh, gloves available to our customers if they'd like to use those while they're fueling up or pouring a cup of coffee. Uh, Up here in New Jersey, where I am, there are all sorts of uh, regulations. The state has now mandated that all customers entering the store must wear a mask or they can't enter. Probably not there yet, but Maybe you'll get there. I have heard of that, and we're not there yet, but there has been quite a bit of discussion around that that very topic. So it would not surprise me that was in the near future. But no, we're not quite there yet. As I mentioned earlier, you guys stepped up and you put together about 2,000 care packages for the community. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that, what led to it, how it all came together? Yeah, we did. So on April 3rd, we gave out over 2,000 care packages to families in need here in Northeast Florida. Uh, Packages included a pound of deli meat from our uh, proprietary food service locations, a loaf of freshly baked uh, bread from a local uh, baker, and a bunch of other treats we had in the bags. We just kind of put the word out through through media, uh, both traditional media and and social media that you know we were we were giving out food. We we know there's a lot of people impacted and uh, we wanted to do something to help. And so we said, you know, if you're in need, and we're, we're not going to ask any questions, you know, just come and pick up some free food. So we had a lot of corporate employees help out, and of course, all the store employees helped out. And it was real gratifying to be able to do a little something for the community. What was really cool was obviously helping those in need, because we had people just in tears just thanking us for the gesture and, and sharing a little bit with them. But we also had tremendous outpouring of support from customers in the community at large, that were just saying, you know, this is a really neat deal. I'm not in need, but how cool is it that we've got a company here in town that's willing to do something like this? And and really, Daly's, just generally speaking, has a long history of giving back to the community. So this was really just an extension of what we've always kind of done anyway, help out our community, whether it's in a time of need or just whenever. I mean, in that same spirit, this week, we haven't officially announced it yet, but there'll be a press release going out this afternoon or tomorrow morning. We're donating $10,000 in gift cards to one of our local hospitals so they can distribute those to nurses and doctors who are on the front lines actually dealing with this crisis on a day-to-day basis. You mentioned the community, but what about for your employees? It must make them feel good as well. Yeah, well, it really does. I mean, anytime we do something like this, whether it's a community event whether it's a donation or whether it's building a house for Habitat for Humanity or something like that, and we get the employees involved, it's a tremendous sense. They really rally around it, and they really enjoy doing it. They got as much out of it as the recipients. And it was great to see our corporate employees come out to the stores and help out with the effort as well. They got a ton out of it as well, so it was neat. How many stores did you do this at? Was it a handful of stores, or did you give a little bit out at a bunch of We gave at least 100 packages out across 20 of our locations. These are our larger format stores that have our proprietary food offering in them. So there's 20 locations. We gave out at least 100 packages at each one, so a little over 2,000 packages. So spread out throughout Northeast Florida. It was a real coordinated effort then. It came together really quickly, but we pulled it off.
It's good to see that you're recognizing the nurses and doctors in your community. Uh, how has the Jacksonville area been hit by uh, COVID-19 and what kind of support uh, do you see for the nurses and doctors? The local community has certainly stepped up and I don't think Jacksonville's unique in that respect. I mean, I, th- I think we're seeing that across the country, which is fantastic. Um, I wouldn't say you know, Jacksonville or Northeast Florida is a hot spot per se. I mean, we've got our, our share of COVID-19 cases, but our mayor has put in some fairly aggressive safer-at-home measures early on, and I think that has helped. But the support for, you know, whether it's nurses, doctors, first responders um, here in the community has just been overwhelming. Now, jumping back, you've talked about what Dailies is doing this time around, but in general, the convenience store industry always seems to be on the front line when there's a disaster, you know, whether it's something like Superstorm Sandy or just hurricane season, yeah, that market. That's uh, correct. Or a local resident has a house fire. Convenience store industry is usually the one, the local convenience store that steps up and helps take care of these families and the community. But it never seems to get the respect it deserves. Why do you think that is? Or do you see it that way? And if so, why do you think that is? Well, I'm glad you modified the question. We do have a lot of experience prepping and dealing with hurricanes in Florida. So we're well-versed in that, fortunately or unfortunately. But I'm not sure I'd, I agree with the lack of respect aspect of the question. I mean, C-stores, to your comment, are part of the fabric of the community. We see, and again, not unlike many convenience retailers out there, we see some of our regular customers two to three times a day. You know, many of our customers know our store employees by name and vice versa. I mean, it's almost like a family relationship. And we are not the only C-store operator out there giving back to the community. I know many C-store operators that do that same thing, not only during crisis, but on an ongoing basis. And I think that does endear them to the community. And I think that does gain them very well-deserved respect in the community. So I don't see a lack of respect in the industry. I don't see it in Northeast Florida. And I know many other markets where there are outstanding convenience retailers out there that probably don't feel that way either because they're in the community. They're giving back to the community. They're just part of the day-to-day. Yeah, the lack of respect also comes from whether it's lawmakers and uh, taxes. They always seem to be the industry that people target. And it's frustrating, uh, especially how the industry is as a local employer and how much they do in the community. Really not just from the consumers, but just everyone seeming to put a target on the backs of uh, convenience stores. Uh, well, hopefully that uh, some of the good that does come out of this is that uh, our lawmakers do realize that the businesses that stay, they recognize convenience stores as, as an essential business and the industry again didn't disappoint with all the work it's doing for the community and first responders so hopefully they'll realize that and back off a little next time they want to raise your tobacco taxes <laughs> i hope so all right so now uh, talking about uh, about your employees do you have anything planned uh next for your for your team to reach out to uh the local community whether it's uh, giveaways or uh supporting hospitals doctors nurses etc well I, I mentioned the um I mentioned the the gift card to a local hospital. We'll, we're going to continue to look for ways to support our community. I don't know what might be next. What what I do know is there will be a next um, because we, to my point earlier, you know, we've got a long history of of giving back to this community, and really all the communities that we serve. And uh, and we're going to continue to do that. We don't have any plans beyond that ten thousand dollar gift card donation we're making this week, but we're already thinking about what that next thing might be and and where that focus of of giving might be. A lot of our giving historically has been to healthcare providers here locally, children's hospitals and things like that. 
we may continue that effort. Um, but, you know, it will be something. Um, maybe food, maybe money, maybe a combination of all those things. But we'll continue to do this as we as we see a need. And then uh, no plans on the business front to to change uh, anything. Uh, are there any indications that uh, locally the, the governor may open up the economy that uh, things could get back to normal here anytime uh, soon? Gosh, depends on your definition of normal, I guess. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'd, I'd just be guessing at this point. I know locally here in in Jacksonville, our mayor has has extended the state of emergency another 30 days. Now that doesn't impact the stay at home order. So you know we're hopeful that early May that there will be some changes and, and you know some business can get to some sense of uh, of approaching normal sooner rather than later but I'd just be guessing at this well, point. Well good I'm uh, I'm glad that we got a few minutes to talk and to learn about uh, the great work you're doing in the community the ongoing great work that uh, you're doing in the community and uh, please thanks Jim. Yeah please keep in touch and let us know of the next thing and uh, we'll talk again. I'd like to thank our guest John Rodriguez of First Coast Energy and Dailies Thanks again for your time, John. I look forward to catching up soon. Thank you for joining us. I'm John Lovestock, and this is the Convenience Directions Podcast. If you would like to join us for a future podcast, please contact me at jlovestock at wtwhmedia.com. Have a great day.